The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balance Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Today's episode is a super fun one. We have my dear friend and my favorite comedian, Tori Piskin, on the show. I honestly think Tori might be the first stand-up comedian that we've ever had on the show. That kind of seems wrong to me, but I think it's true. She's amazing. We became connected many years ago because she too had Lyme disease. I don't know if I should say had Lyme disease or has. I think with both of us, that's kind of a tricky subject, but we talk really openly about that in this conversation. What I love about Tori is that she's able to make light of challenging situations like Lyme disease and like dating with Lyme, for example. She has many funny stories that we talk about here. She also has a new comedy special out called The Prettiest Girl at the Special School. And we talk about that in this conversation. This chat was so fun. I knew that this was going to be a good episode with Tori. We've been trying to plan it forever, but I don't think I knew it was going to be this fun. I had more fun during this conversation with Tori than I had in a while on the podcast just because I was so out of my head. I truly forgot that we were recording. We were just like two friends catching up. It was amazing. I know that you guys are going to love it. We also talk about uh, Jewish mothers and she's just hilarious. Like she does the best impressions. She talks about how she got Lyme, how she's doing now. She's gotten really into holistic medicine, which obviously I'm obsessed with all things holistic doctors. So that was really fun. And overall, just a phenomenal conversation. So without further ado, let's get into it. If you haven't signed up for the waitlist for my meditation platform, definitely do so in the show notes. We have the link. We'll be launching in early January. And I hope everybody's having an amazing month. Makes me so, so happy to connect with you here. I love you. If you like this episode, please rate and review on Apple and Spotify and send me a screenshot via email so I can thank you by sending you my free yoga ebook as a gift. Okay. Love you guys. We have so much to discuss. I, I, I mean, mean, we have so much in common. We have, would you still classify yourself as someone who has Lyme disease? That's such a good question. Not necessarily. Yeah. I tell myself that I'm a healthy person and yes. that I've come so far and that I don't have Lyme, that I had Lyme in the past. Right. Or that I still have a sensitive body mm-hmm. with Lyme tendencies. But no, I try yeah. not to hold on to that identity. What about you? I think the same thing what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes if I have Lyme symptoms I then been like, it's Lyme, it's back, it's blah, 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 like run to the doctor, go do this. And it's just, it becomes like hard not to identify what had happened in the past when something like took mm-hmm. over our body. Do you know what I mean? Oh, of course. I mean, same. Like yeah. if I have a cold, which makes me tired, I'm like, this is horrible. I'm a sick person. Like yeah. that's what happens. And I try to rewrite that story, which is why I tell myself I'm a healthy person. But like when I had COVID once, right. it wiped me out. I was fatigued like every other person who had it. Yeah. And I was like, of course, well, I had Lyme, so I'm going to be fatigued forever. It's the PTSD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the PTSD, like recently I've had to go on oral birth control and I've never mm-hmm. really wanted to go on it, but I've been having these cramps and oh my God, they think it's endo. They think I might have endo. <laughs> Wait, that's crazy. I, I am so... We could talk about that doctor mm-hmm. too, because so they thought I had the endometriosis, I don't know, some name. Endometriosis. Endometriosis. And I was having these cramps and I just never had like bad cramps in my life. And they're not, they're like stabbing pain. They're very uncomfortable. 
So the doctor was like, go on this oral birth control. And it has helped the cramps. I'm getting out of it, but it was making me so fatigued. Like it brought back memories of when I like first got Lyme Mm -hmm. and like that weighted heavy feeling of being tired. And so it took so much like mental work to be like, no, this is the birth control that's making me like Mm -hmm. this. Like, don't you know it's just like when you're in it it becomes so scary because it it's triggering something it's so triggering to get sick yeah you've had a chronic illness and been in bed and I think even like if you're not someone who has a chronic illness people get triggered all the time yeah if they had a bad flight they get on a flight they get triggered if they fly over Texas because the last time they flew over Texas the plane dropped like there's so many triggers and I think with having an autoimmune disease or used to having it, you become so hyper tuned to like how you feel. Mm-hmm. And like, and then I think sometimes you like get a headache and then you're like, oh my God, like this is the Lyme again. Or your brain starts to like rethink that. So it's, yeah, it's really telling your brain like, stop bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Like you have a little headache. Mm-hmm. This is not going to bring you back down. So yeah, it's a lot of I work. I love that approach. It <laughs> is, I know. And it's good to have someone in your life who keeps you grounded. Like I'm interested in hearing if you're, you are still with your boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. So like if he keeps you grounded or your mom or yeah. something, because for example, I am like a extreme thinker. Okay. So with my husband, even this week, he was like, do you see how you jump to conclusions? Yes. And it's so negative. And for someone who... Like I teach people how to be spiritual, how to calm down, how to right. meditate. But I jump to conclusions just like everybody else. Yeah. I obviously listen to your podcast and like I think you say that you were already a sensitive person like yes, pre-Lyme. Yes. And I think I was like that too. Mm-hmm. And then I think when something takes over your body and you have no control what's happening. Like when I first got sick, I was in college senior year and I like woke up feeling so exhausted and like blurry vision and my brain felt weird. And I was like, something is off. But I kept like pushing it to the side. And then eventually my mom was like, come home. Like you might have a brain tumor. Okay, so I don't know if like my mom. She's not keeping you grounded. (laughs) No, I don't think she's really keeping. She does kind of keep me grounded. But I was going to say like, I just think when something mm-hmm. has happened to you like that, it's hard not to feel like you're all of a sudden like in fight or flight. Like, oh my God, like it's, you know, I'm not, I'm going to go to the doctor. I need to do this because with Lyme, like you have to be so proactive. And the more, unfortunately, you push Lyme under the rug and your symptoms, it kind of builds up. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Over time, that's the thing. I'm like, yeah. if you experience something now, you just want to nip it in the bud because for both of us, I right. think with Lyme, it persisted for years without realizing how bad it was really getting or yeah. what it was. And so, okay, so your husband keeps you grounded though. Yes, <laughs> he keeps me grounded. So does your boyfriend keep you grounded by he any chance? He keeps me grounded. We've actually had like a talk recently, not about babies, but a talk because like I said, I've gone through like, I don't want to say a Lyme flare up. I think just the these cramps and then the birth control and I was crying all like, I've just been through like an emotional change and I'm now so hyper tuned to like every single little crazy thing I feel I'm like my knees hurt why do my knees hurt I google it oh weird side effect of birth control you know what I mean they're like rare side effect of birth control Uh like some people might have blurry vision so he was just kind of saying like I'm really worried about you because I feel like recently I've noticed the past like six months it seems to take up like 40 percent of your brain like you're able to like function, but it's like this thing I see you doing in the corner of the room and you like black out. You know what I mean? So he keeps me ground in the sense of like, you're fine. Like you're going to be okay. You know what I mean? And like, how can I help you trying to like get out of it type of thing? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have somebody who's tuned into you, who notices what's taking up your time and your energy and your brain space. Yeah. Now my mom is not that my dad is also very calming. Mm -hmm. He's a dentist. So like, I feel like I trust him even more sometimes than like my boyfriend, but also I'm like, he's just a dentist. Like he (laughs) thinks he knows more things. Mm -hmm. He's just like, you might have endo like, and he like Googles it. He's like, but they say like, it would show up on the MRI with lesions, but yours didn't show up. He's like, I don't think you do. I'm like, dad, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna trust an OBGYN a little more than you. A dentist (laughs) dentist with a computer in front of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love that though. He's invested. He's very invested. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Love that. Okay, so what's everybody's signs? What's your sign, your boyfriend, your oh, mom? I'm a Taurus. Oh, yeah. Love. I wouldn't peg you for a Taurus. I think though, okay, I'm not like so good at astrology, but I'm a I I'm a Taurus, but then my rising is a Leo. I knew it. That's how I like come off. I mean, off. you are such a Leo rising. <laughs> yes. Like that's like personality, like how I come how off people to you. see you in the world. Yeah. Yes. But then inside I'm a Cancer. Oh, Cancer Moon. I, what's a cancer? Yeah, what's, yeah that, like what's the inside? emotion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Yes, I get along with cancer moons because I am a cancer moon. Oh, okay, so good. I speak cancer moons like unintentionally, but we always get along. Okay, okay I see it. I yeah. mean, Leo in you is prominent. Yes, for sure. That is. Because for people listening who don't know, you're a stand up comedian, and we're going right. to get all into that. And then what about your boyfriend? He's a Gemini. Okay. Yeah. And your mom? She's a Scorpio. Ooh, so her birthday is like now? Her birthday is the ninth. Oh, okay. It's coming yeah. up. When I first started blogging all those years ago, I never thought that I would have an online store. It was the furthest thing from my mind. But after blogging for about a year, I started selling cleanse programs. And that's when I became an entrepreneur. And it was so, so easy because I did that with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're promoting protein powders or selling incredible supplements, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. I know that you are going to love it. It's so easy to use, which is probably my favorite part. And they also help you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout system. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash balanced, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash balanced now to grow your business. No matter what stage you are in, shopify.com slash balanced enjoy. And I cannot wait to hear what you think when you check it out. Hi, we're Carlene and Jill, hosts of Breaking Beauty Podcast, the show all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests like Emily Weiss of Glossier, and you'll get beauty tips galore from the top pros in the industry, like Kim Kardashian's makeup guru. And you'll hear skincare secrets from the likes of Dr. Pimple Popper. Plus, you'll get shopping help with our Damn Goods episodes, where we review the latest products hitting store shelves to let you know what's actually worth your money. Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast. The reason that we keep bringing up your mom for yes. everybody listening is you guys have a podcast together. Yes. She's all over your social media, your videos. I remember when I first found you, you were doing videos with your mom about Lyme, but it was funny videos and it was so nice yeah. to see somebody like making light and laughing about like this not fun situation. Yeah. I think like, so when I first got sick with Lyme 2013 and then like, after college for a year, I like kind of just stayed at home and I was doing all my treatments. So I couldn't really like do anything. That's how I kind of got into like making like funny videos. And I would post them on these like Lime Forum Facebook groups because no one was making like funny videos. Like this was before like TikTok mm -hmm. or Instagram was really just about like cool photos. So I'd post these funny document like me documenting like what it's like having Lime. One time I got like really hated though in this Facebook group. Someone oh my God. <laughs> Someone, so I had this like, and again, I'm sick. I have like, I, I'm not really doing much with my life. So these people on the internet are my friends. Yeah. This like German woman who's like 60 and she's telling me her whole life how her son doesn't believe she has Lyme. And uh -huh. I, I think it became like a little too much. But again, like I had nothing else really going on yeah. besides like IVs in my arm. It exactly. was like me, exactly. my camera and like editing and IVs. So and then I had this other girl who was a fan of mine who was like 15 and she had had Lyme 
you know, since a child and you learn a lot of like sadder stories than you. And you're like, I should be really grateful. And so anyway, I made some video about how I went around New York City asking people if they knew about Lyme disease. Mm -hmm. And I was just getting people's funny reactions. Okay. And then I guess in the Facebook group, this guy was like, how dare this girl make fun of people with Lyme disease? Like some of us are in wheelchairs. And then my 15 year old friend, fan, I guess, she was like, Tori, people are talking shit about you in this Facebook group, but not the one you're a part of. But like, I'll bring you in. And I was like, bring me in again. This is like all through the Internet. So she's like, again, like in the chat on the Facebook page, she's like, hi, everyone. Tori's here. (gasps) And then like in the comment, I'm like, hi, (laughs) here to fend for myself. (laughs) I'm like, who said, you know, that video was negative. And then like no one wrote. And then this. 15 year old fan was like speak up now oh my god and then he was like it was me some like random guy was like I said that like about you and I think it was really like you know naive and some of us are so bedridden and I was like letting you know like when I did that video I had like a pick line in my arm I I was just doing it to be funny because like that's how I like release things you know what I mean but my favorite was the 15 year old girl wrote in the Facebook group she was like Tori's really funny. I mean, yeah, it might have not been her funniest video. Oh my but- <laughs> Wait, she's amazing. Are you still in contact with her? I think she follows me on Instagram uh-huh. now. She seems to be doing better. I feel yeah. like she went to prom okay, good. and stuff. But oh yeah. Oh my God, I'm dying. I've had so many situations like that as well. Right. Less about, I, I don't make funny videos the way that you do, but like I'll talk about things from a spiritual perspective an energetic perspective. Right. So I had a video that went super viral. It was actually something that one of my podcast guests said, but I was agreeing with her about people who have Lyme uh-huh. are just not from this planet. We're <laughs> star seeds. We came into these bodies and like, we don't know what we're doing here and our bodies are sick. Yeah. And I'm like, I totally agree. Plus, there's <laughs> so much more information about this. It's like, we're cosmic. You know, yeah. that's obviously an opinion. It's not meant to like challenge anyone's religious, whatever, right. like viewpoints. Oh my God. People were mad. T- no, people went ballistic. And they're like, okay, I can deal with the internet trolls. I really can. People right. on TikTok, like these girls are so stupid. I don't care about people like that. There was a prominent Lyme doctor who reposted it on TikTok. Okay. And when he did, it was picked up everywhere. The Washington Post. Wow. The New York Times. Like this was bad. I mean, it was horrible press because... People were saying these girls are diminishing Lyme disease. Right, exactly. But the funny thing is, years ago, even like four years ago, I was also being villainized in the media for having Lyme disease because, of course, according to the scientists, quote unquote, Lyme disease didn't exist. Right, exactly. And so at first it was like, how dare she talk about Lyme disease? It doesn't even exist. It's actually just a cult. Yeah. And that was like the literal headlines of The New York Times. Wow. To then four years ago, which was just recent, Oh my God, they're talking about star seeds. How dare they? Because this people, girl thinks she's an alien because right. she's got a tick in her. Yes, and I too, like you, I had former fans or fans turning against me. I used to love you and I had a friend who died from Lyme and how dare you? And I'm right. like, I had Lyme. I yeah. suffer too. Like, am I not allowed to discuss? Are yeah. we not allowed to have opinions? Well, to give you like a part two of this viral video, I kind of also agree that maybe yeah. people with Lyme disease are slightly aliens. Right. I don't, <laughs> I don't think we're aliens because I know that people with Lyme disease are very affected by the moon. Yes. I'll never forget. I was seeing this doctor in New York and, you know, like, I feel like as I've gotten older, I've definitely become more I guess, I don't know, woo-woo, I mm-hmm. guess you can say. I wasn't always like this, but it's yeah. gotten more about that anyway. And so this doctor I felt like was really, you know, like he was a Lyme doctor, but I felt like he was really grounded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is like what I wanted at the time. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking about my period or whatever. And then he was like, well, do you get your period around the full moon? At that time, I was like, I'm with a quack. You yeah, know I mean? exactly. But now I'm like, no, I understand what he's saying. Yeah, Do you know I what love I mean? that. I love yeah. him for saying that. Because I think why we're affected by the moon. Now help me out here. The tick, which is part mm-hmm. of the earth, goes in you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the cell or whatever the hell's floating. The disgusting stuff that's floating in us. Exactly. And so we have a little bit of like a bug in us. 
So yeah. we're connected by the moon and the water. Am yeah. I, am I no, I totally see that. Well, the tick comes from the earth and it's all a cycle of life. So the right. earth is connected to the moon, is connected to the tides of the ocean. Right. But what I, and I agree, but what I like to think about with the moon and sensitive people, sensitive people who are more likely to get autoimmune conditions or right. have them or get Lyme, is that our bodies are 90% water around there. And imagine the water, the ocean, the tide, fully affected by the moon, like completely. And so with our bodies being 90% water, how could our bodies not be affected by the moon? Exactly. And I think that little like, I know when you when you get bit by a tick, they bite you. How I always say is like the little bit of their blood sucks into your blood. Mm -hmm. So it's like we're connected. You know how like when you're younger and you want to be like, blood sisters with someone you still yes. I didn't do this because again I was like an anxious person oh, okay you did you were wild <laughs> I know you like you know cut a little of your finger yeah. and the friend does and you're like now nah, we're related yeah it's like I feel like I did that with the tick but I'm like I didn't really want to be related to you yeah, yeah. so now we're part tick forever. <laughs> yeah I'm part tick do you remember getting a tick bite no I never saw it me neither I was in the Hamptons or Israel I'm not sure actually what happened? I just remember that summer, like I went on birthright mm -hmm. and I felt really weird there. Like in the sense, I think it was jet lagged, but not really sure. And I went to the hospital and I was like, I feel so weird. Like I felt like very lethargic and I had never felt that before. And I had told him, he's like, did you drink water? And I remember when we went on the trip, they kept being like, drink a lot of water because you're going to be dehydrated. So basically I overhydrated myself because I was so, I'm an anxious person. Yes. So I overhydrated myself. They could tell by my pee. And then he was like, you're fine. You're just like overhydrated. I, I don't know if that really was the case. Maybe it was jet lag. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was, I got bit by an Israeli tick. I, I don't, I'm not really sure. Overhydrated seems better than dehydrated. I would think. So then a few months later, I was helping my mom out who had like a Pilates studio pop up in the Hamptons. And I spent like two months there helping her. And then, yeah, like a few weeks later when I left, I remember feeling like really tired after a workout. I feel like when you have trauma, you remember these slight moments leading up to the big moment. The breakdown. The breakdown. Yeah. I remember like having a Pilates class afterwards being like, I'm so tired. I've never felt this. This is strange. I, maybe I didn't eat enough today. And then everything fine went, this was like two weeks later, went to college, was like at a party. And I was like, I feel so weird. Like my head feels weird. And then one day I just woke up and it like all just hit. And like I said, my mom, I was texting her and she was like, come home, you got a brain tumor. And I was so studious. I was like, no, I'm fine. Like I'm gonna finish this class. And then my dad like drove from New York to Boston to pick me up. Mm -hmm. And I went to the pediatrician at the time because I'm like 21. I never had any health problems. Yeah. Like I didn't have a doctor. Right. You know what I mean? And she tested me for Lyme. Oh, wow. And she came back positive. Oh, my God. So I knew like really within like two months that I had it and I went. So I didn't really go like years without knowing. Mm -hmm. I think what had happened was I did do like the normal doxycycline treatment for a few weeks. Actually, a few months, I went to see like an infectious disease specialist, not a Lyme doctor. They kept saying, oh, it takes so long to get better. And I'm being like, I just don't feel normal. I remember being in like Skechers in Soho and like trying on shoes and I like love shopping. And I was like, I'm so tired. I just want to go home. And that summer I had like four internships and I was filming all these videos. And just like the Lyme was like slowly building up mm -hmm. like my knees, like achiness in my knees, crazy anxiety, like you know, agoraphobia, like it all started to build up. And then I saw my doctor, Dr. Raxlin, who was like, okay, you've gotten to a point where you, you're not, you know what I mean? Like, let's do a big treatment. Let's do like IV antibiotics. Mm -hmm. So I did that for eight months. And I would say that got me like over the big hump. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then I've had a lot of like little things since 10 years ago that have come up. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's lasting effects. But sometimes I think it's like sometimes psychological. All 
All right, guys, let's talk about AG1. I have been drinking AG1 for years. There is a reason why they have been on the show for so long. And it's because I have had such a good experience all the way around. When I first started drinking AG1 daily, it's when I was freshly postpartum. I needed more energy. I needed to focus. I mean, I was a sleep deprived new mother. And AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition. They are continuously refining their formula to create a smarter and better way to elevate your baseline health. So it's kind of amazing. You can replace your daily multivitamin with AG1, but every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support, magnesium and B vitamins for energy support, adaptogens to balance your body's stress levels, vitamin C and zinc to help support your immune health. I mean, there is a reason why I'm still talking about it. AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support of my body needs daily. And that's why they've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash blonde. That is drinkag1.com slash blonde. Check it out. Okay, we are talking about the best grain-free baking mix. It is made with eight or less real ingredients like almonds, coconut, and dates. I don't think anything has ever been more TBB approved and that is Stellar Eats. What I love about Stellar Eats is the taste and texture is just like traditional and conventional treats and also that it was started by three women who were frustrated with diet culture and how healthy eating was all about how people looked and not about how we felt on the inside or how good the food tastes. They're on a mission to change the way that wellness speaks to customers. And I think that's so important. As a long, long time wellness freak and lover myself, they make mixes like carrot cake, banana bread, and coffee cake that are also gluten-free, paleo-friendly, and naturally sweetened with coconut and date sugars. You are going to love it. It is just like the best thing that I've found. And I'm so excited to bring it to the holidays with my family. Atticus is such a fan specifically of the banana bread. I love the banana bread too. And visit StellarEats.com and use the code BALANCED at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. That is S-T-E-L-L-A-R eats.com and use the code balanced for 20% off your first order. Stellar Eats is also available at Whole Foods stores nationwide. So much of what you're saying. I'm so happy you're sharing all this because it's so good for people to hear. Yeah. Lime manifests in so many different ways. Yes. And whether you treat with doxycycline, which by the way, the whole camp of people who say chronic Lyme doesn't exist, which is why I was called a cult leader or a right. cult member more right. so, is because they say if you take two weeks of doxycycline, it wipes Lyme out of your body. Right. Now that is not true. Like in your case, it's not true. But in anyone's case I've ever heard of, right. maybe if somebody found out that they got bitten by a tick same day. Like I always tell people, if you found out within like one to two weeks, like you might be good. I've never seen it be good, but I've heard that that's possible. Yeah. But also, yes, the lasting effects are so real. So even for those of us who healed and feel better. Yeah. It leaves you with this sensitive body and it kind of very sensitive. It takes something from you. Like you said, the tick take something from you or lime yeah, the, itself. The tick left like, and was like, ha ha ha. I took, yeah, I took, took a little piece of your gonna make spirit. you sensitive for the rest of your life. Yes, totally. And those like of us- Like the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> those of us who were already sensitive, like it just makes you even more 
sensitive. Yeah. So I totally relate to what you're saying, being in Skechers, because I have a similar experience where I was in Rag and Bone in Brentwood. I love Rag and Bone. Me too. And I lived at the time, and I actually still do, lived within, I don't know what it would be, like 0.2 miles from Rag and Bone, like really, really close, maybe even less in Brentwood. And my parents, they go in there all the time. So I was on a walk with them. We went into Rag and Bone and I was thinking we're going to have to walk home after this. And I was so tired, but I was like pulling myself through. Right. And I remember thinking, I don't know if I have the energy to get home. It's across the street. Yeah. It's like across a long intersection and then like 300 more feet. And right. Then I'd be home. And I just remember looking at my dad, who's in his 70s, and he's like has all this energy, he's just right. like ready to walk home. And I'm like, I literally think you need to come home and then pick me up. Right. And my parents, of course, were like, what's going on? Right. And we didn't know yet that I had Lyme, but I knew something was so wrong. Yeah. It's scary. It's just so scary. Yeah. And like, I think also what you say is like, it manifests very differently for people. Exactly. Like, you, I watched your video. Do you get more like skin stuff from it? Yeah. Okay. So to this day, I feel like the main thing that I get is inflamed. So that will show on my skin. Okay. But it mostly shows on the inside. Like nobody would see it but me where I feel like all my organs hurt, all of my muscles, my joints, everything feels inflamed. So you get body aches and like yes. and skin stuff yes. you can sometimes say mm-hmm. which I've seen I'm, I'm oh. so mean I'm like I've seen it honey <laughs> right no everybody's seen it if they fall it's everywhere like yeah head to toe eczema I don't even think eczema is the right word it uh-huh. is it is lime induced right skin disorder basically right so skin pain brain fog yeah fatigue insomnia oh you get all of that stuff anxiety not still, but like, still, yes. it, it, it like comes <laughs> and goes. Degrees. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask, cause I feel like you, like, since you have a kid and I don't have a kid and I want one eventually, even though I'm, I'm going, I know I look young, but not that young. How old are you? 32. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're like the same age. Yeah. I'm 33. Oh, okay. But yeah, I think it's like, how do you, as a, like a mother, I'm curious to know, like, how do you handle your symptoms, do you think having a kid is almost like help you get out of your symptoms? Because I feel like even though I'm able to like do everything in my day, I like I think especially now when my boyfriend's saying my brain is 40 percent like, oh, my God, OK, I feel this. Oh, my God. OK, I got to do this. Like, so how have you as a mother dealt with having an autoimmune disease, but being present? Has it helped you being a mother because mm-hmm. you feel less in your head about your own stuff? Such a good question. I feel like it has made me the mother that I am, that I was supposed to be, because I'm so aware of everything. Like when it comes to Atticus and his health, like the doctor that we have for him, I am cutthroat because I don't want him to go through anything that I've ever been through. Right. I'm like, we're not just going to put him on antibiotics because somebody said that he needed them. Like, we're going to do celery juice and we're going to do this. And basically, it's made me such a more holistic person. Right. Which I do feel one of the gifts of what I've been through is that my children will not have to go through what I've gone through as much because of what I know, because of right. what my parents didn't know, which like it's not their fault. Right. So that's one. But in terms of having energy and all of that, I will say it's a challenge. Yeah. Just like, I mean, anybody who's had, whether you've had Lyme or any kind of autoimmune or if you're just a fatigued person, right. like it's hard. It's hard yeah. to have to show up for a child right. when 4 p.m. rolls around and I'm desperate to get in bed and right. watch The Real Housewives and read and like have my husband take care of everything. Yeah. I can't because as, as involved as my husband is, like kids need their mom. And right. You have to be there. You have to be out of bed. So that's a daily challenge for me. But it's also something that kind of to your point has made me healthier because right. it's made me realize anything that was still psychological or psychosomatic, yes. I have had to just snap out of it. Right. Like psychologically, yeah. I do feel like I need to be gentle with myself. I need right. to rest. I need to take baths. But I'm like, oh shit, I can actually handle so much more right. than I thought that I had to yeah. because I have to now. Yes. So that's a blessing. And I think anybody who's worried, which I know there's so many listeners who have had Lyme or something like it, who are like, I don't know if I'm ready to be a mom. Yeah. You can handle it. 
I promise. And your kid on a spiritual level chooses you. So like Atticus knows, like I might not be the energizer bunny that some moms are, but he's okay with that because he chose me and like we can lay in bed and we can cuddle and he can be really, really close to his dad and his grandparents because I do need my time. Yeah. So yeah. No, yeah. That's mm -hmm. because I always see you and I'm like, just like, okay, how does she do? I mean, my sister has a child and I, she's always tired and she, I would say, has like a good immune system. But I wonder how people do it. But I think it would maybe help a lot with like just some of my head, like hyper attuned to like how sometimes weird things happen. The energy. Yeah. Like how have you dealt with like, because I feel with Lyme or anything else, I need eight hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. If I get less than eight, I feel hungover. Yeah, same. I just, I feel hungover and it's horrible to say, and I hate people. I'm going to say, maybe I'm bitter. I hate those people that are like, I got like five hours last night, three hours the other night. Yeah, I'm going to party this weekend. I'm like, if I have coffee, it messes up sometimes my whole day. Same. So what about the people who wake up at 5 a.m. and they're like, I slept in today. Oh my God. I'm like, I am not like you. We are not the same. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you, obviously as a mother, parents are always like, you know, every video I see is like, I'm exhausted. I'm a mother. But like, so how do you yeah deal with like having a kid and then also still, you know, we need to, unfortunately, we need these extra moments, these extra mm-hmm. things for us to kind of like be, you know, functioning. Yeah, you functioning, know what I mean? High functioning for sure. Yeah. Such a good question. So I've become unapologetic okay. about my sleep and okay. the stuff that I need to thrive yeah. as a mom. So basically, I would recommend being mm-hmm. with a partner who is more of a morning person. Yes. Who's okay with getting up with the kids because kids do get up earlier. Yeah. Like, thank God my child is half my DNA. So he actually does not wake up that early, oh, which is amazing. <laughs> but when he does. Yeah. And even at the time that he wakes up between 730 and 8, like Jonathan gets up with him seven. Wait, there's seven days in a week, six days out of the week. And then right. I get up with him on Sundays. Okay. So. I know not everybody is going to have a partner who's like willing. Yeah. But it works for us because I'm like, if you want me to be a thriving mom, a thriving wife, a thriving podcast host, like that's what I need. Yeah. So when you have a newborn, all of that goes out the window and it's just survival mode. But that's just for a brief period of time. And so during that time, like, it's funny because if I am looking on the outside and I'm like, OK, that's going to happen to me for six months. I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to say to myself, it's only for six months. But I think when you're in it, you're not even thinking about like, no, like it feels like you're going to be in it forever. Right. So when we first had him, I will say there's just this like maternal instinct yeah. that just overtakes you. Yeah. And you just become a different person. Like whether that means that you're functioning off of very little sleep, you're nocturnal, you're exhausted. Like it's kind of a rite of passage, but I also don't subscribe to that whole like I'm a mom, so I'm exhausted right. type of thing. So I don't really like those videos on TikTok, yeah. Instagram that are like, I'm a mom, so I'm a mess and I'm exhausted and my like all this stuff, which like, yes, it's true. Right. And I'm happy that people are but making look at other you. people. You're a mom and you look adorable. Thank you. But I have an, an almost two year old. Right. So like the first six months of his life were not like that. Right. But also I consciously chose to take time to step back from work because I had to. I'm sensitive. I had to assimilate into this new role. You go into this alternate universe where it's a vortex, where you're like, I am, oh my God, like I am not sleeping. I am pumping and breastfeeding. I am, we were in the hospital for two weeks because he had like really severe jaundice. My husband and I were fighting a lot for the first time because we're so sleep deprived. Right. But that was like a chapter in our life. And now that we're looking toward having more kids, if we have the resources, I would love to have a night nurse. Like if you can do these things that can set you up for success. Right. And having a night nurse, it's crazy expensive. Yeah. Some people do it for two weeks. Some people do it for six months. Some people (laughs) gift it to themselves for one night in a blue moon. Once in a blue moon. That's kind of what I did the first time. If we were really struggling, I was like, call the night nurse for just one night. And we did it like once every two weeks. But anyway, you just got to do what you got to do and don't have any judgment. Right. And another thing, like, I feel like when I was watching your videos and like, I have a boyfriend now, we've been together two years, but I feel like when I was single, it was very hard for me to like figure out how to date, but while having an autoimmune disease. Yeah. And I feel like 
you met your husband, like really, you guys were friends first. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like, I don't know, like dating, like when I had Lyme or whatever, and then going on these like hinge dates, this person doesn't know me. They don't know my backstory. And it just became like, I don't know. I'm sure there's other people that go through this. Like, when do you like say like, I have lime. Like, how do you make lime sexy? How do you say like, oh, sorry. Like my, sub- like, you know how some girls are like, when do I show my true self without yes. makeup? I'm like, when do I show my true self without bringing my 12 supplements? I know, exactly. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, I think you'd be a good person to answer that question because you can make everything light. Like, you know right. how to kind of make it into a joke or show your personality through it. Right. But I'm constantly thinking like, so we were friends. Okay. And then we started dating January 1st, 2017. And it was June 2017 when I was diagnosed with Lyme. And that's like those six months were like my downfall. So basically from the day we started dating, I was like (laughs) in a spiral, but we knew each other. Right. But I was healthy-ish and then I got sicker and sicker. And I'm always I'm like thinking about some of the people that I dated before him. Right. Oh, my God. They never could have handled what happened. Yeah. Because it was hard. And I mean, to this day, I kind of struggle, even though he's my husband. Like, do I tell him how awful I feel or do I just let us have a good day? Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's like also really hard, too, Mm -hmm. because like I had a partner a few years ago and I had a flare up and we broke up because of my flare up. He like, could, awful. he couldn't handle it. Yeah. Well, good riddance to him. Exactly. It was like blindsiding. But I, again, was having a Lyme flare up. It was like physically I looked like the worst. I had lost so much weight and I had hives all over my body, which is not something I, I get that if I'm having like the last time I had that was like OG Lyme. Yeah. So I was like really not in a good place. I was on Benadryl. I had like a hive on my eye. So I look like this. Yeah, I looked the worst possible. And then he like came over and was just like, I can't do this. Like you're, what did he say? Something like all the stuff you struggle to and the the stuff that you struggle with makes you so strong. But you know what I mean? He was just Mm -hmm. like, I'm out. And Mm -hmm. I think it's obviously good that we broke up, but it is like, it's hard to date then after that, you know? It is, it is. And I feel for everybody who's at the height of their struggle, who are having trouble dating or like afraid to date. Right. Because how could you when you don't even have the energy to like, I don't, I mean, for me, I didn't even have the energy to like drink a glass of water. Right. So I feel like just taking your time and knowing that this is a season of life and you're going to be better and that whoever has the privilege of dating you, they better accept all of you. Right, it's exactly. It's whole thing. Like if you can't handle me at my worst, then right. you don't deserve me at my best. And I felt that with Jonathan because yeah. it was almost a test. It was like- Yeah, it was um, a good test. A test from the universe of like six months into dating, diagnosed with a technically incurable disease. Right. And he comes from a family where nobody's ever sick. Him and his brother, they didn't even have a, the cold or the flu growing up. Wow. Like they don't understand sickness. So they, and okay. In a way they don't even, I mean, he's good, but like his parents don't even really believe in it, which is like an interesting philosophy, but I'm here. They don't believe him. in any illness. I mean, it's not that they don't believe in it. It's a whole thing where his mom's mom was very psychosomatically <gasps> ill. Okay. And so his mom and all of her sisters, they're just really like the power of the mind, the power of the mind. Right, like, okay. You're only sick if you let yourself be. Right. And it's not bad. It's just that's the way they grew up. And it's powerful in a way. But then him, Jonathan and his brother marry these like chronically ill girls. That's so interesting. I I do believe it's because they're very good nurturers and because they also didn't understand. Right. They get diagnosed (laughs) with this incurable disease. I'm laughing. So it's like, you're like, he's so giving. But also, I don't think he understood what he was really getting into. Yeah. No, he didn't. Because... What you say is like very similar. My ex, his mother, the one that dumped me for Lyme, his mother had Lyme. Oh. And she, and I thought that was so positive. And she was like, at the time, again, I wasn't so into like woo-woo stuff. And she was very woo-woo. She had like the special, not even like some oxygen water, just, Mm -hmm. and I just like, this woman's like a little more nuts than, like she's nuts. And I think I always thought that was a positive. Right. But I think he just was like, I don't want to date Yes, because I do have male friends whose moms have Lyme and in so many ways, connections there. Right. Um, I'm in contact with all their moms because, of course, we have so much in common. Right. But I see a lot of those guys 
turn toward being with really healthy girls chill or like surfer chill. girls <laughs> yes girls because they're like, like i already fine. have enough women to take care of and yeah it's, it's a trigger for them so it could go one of two ways but yeah since jonathan didn't understand <laughs> like a few months into my treatment yeah i mean we would have all these things where i'm like do you know what lime is and he'd be like no i really don't yeah. like he's just in such an innocent place and i'm like then read a book because I need you to know what I'm dealing with. And he learned and I trained him like a puppy (laughs) and I'm not ashamed to say like, and he learned, you know, and he was up for the challenge. Right. But if he hadn't have been, we wouldn't have worked out. Yeah. And I think they do. And like my boyfriend now, he comes from a family that's like never sick. Nothing's wrong. Like you stay home unless you had like 110, like, just get out of bed. You know what I mean? And so I think for him, he's had to like understand stuff and like he's very nurturing and very caring and very thoughtful. So I think those qualities kind of overcome his like natural instinct, how he was raised to be Mm -hmm. like, just get out of bed. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Because I mean, people are raised one way, but with men, especially, I feel like their uh, girlfriend, wife, partner, whoever they end up with, teaches them everything they know right? <laughs> uh, beyond well, they're, childhood. They're the one that's going to be with them forever. Yeah. Not, not the mother that's like, honey, you look so much better with long hair. And we're like, no, no, you don't. Don't yes. have the long hair. Yes. A hundred percent. Literally. That's exactly right. You would actually love my husband's mom now that I think about it. Really? Because she is like this wild Jewish woman. Okay. And my mom's a Jewish woman too, but not wild. And I just feel like my mother-in-law and your mom probably have a lot in common. So she, your mother-in-law is like a tough Jewish, like in yes. sense of like, interesting. Cause yeah. I feel like I've only met Jewish women that are like very like, oh baby, it's okay. Stay yeah, home. She's not like that. I didn't know there were other ones. I, I didn't know. know. I mean, maybe in some ways she might be that way with like her grandkids or something, but yeah. like, no, she's very like chin up. She's been through a lot. Like okay, she grew up in Brooklyn. Her family fled from the Holocaust in Germany. Oh, wow. Like, crazy stuff and she's really just like yeah there's there's no problems in life basically guys you know how excited i am to talk about boron my favorite homeopathy i have been such a longtime fan i'm still pinching myself that they are working with me on the show so when you feel a cold coming on reach for cold calm by boron this non-drowsy medicine is made with pure ingredients that relieve symptoms throughout every stage of a cold So unlike conventional medications that mask symptoms, Cold Calm by Boron works with your body to relieve symptoms throughout every stage of a cold from the onset to the resolution without causing drowsiness or drug interactions. It is made with pure ingredients and Cold Calm tablets are free of gluten. They don't contain artificial sweeteners, flavors, colors, or preservatives, and they also are phenylephrine free. Cold Calm's melt-away tablets don't require water, and they're easy to take at the first sign of sneezing, runny nose, nasal congestion, and any minor sore throat. Their family-friendly line includes melt-away tablets for ages four and up, as well as pre-measured liquid doses for little ones six months of age and older, which I have been giving Atticus for a long time now. Claims are based on traditional homeopathic practice, not accepted medical evidence, not FDA evaluated. Visit boronusa.com and use the code BALANCED at checkout for 20% off your purchase of any cold calm medicine. That is B-O-I-R-O-N-U-S-A.com. Use the code BALANCED for 20% off your purchase of any cold calm medicine. Okay, so the holiday season is upon us and we are talking about lab-grown diamonds. They make such an amazing gift. And today we're specifically talking about 
light box, lab-grown diamonds. They are grown in Portland and gifted by you. There are so many reasons to give and receive lab-grown diamonds this season. Light box lab-grown diamonds are simply priced and proudly grown from 100% renewable wind energy at the Lightbox Lab in Portland, Oregon. They are chemically and optically identical to natural diamonds, but lab-grown diamonds have a more accessible price point that means that you can add versatile classics to your jewelry collection, like ready-to-party earring jackets and glamorous tennis bracelets. It is risk-free shopping. They also have easy returns, which makes Lightbox the easiest way to shop for stunning quality lab-grown diamond jewelry. All of Lightbox Modern Classics shine solo, or they can also be layered for a higher impact sparkle. And I'm just obsessed. I'm sending Jonathan to their website as we speak. I need some of these for the holidays. Shop now at lightboxjewelry.com and use promo code BLONDE for 10% off site-wide. That is lightboxjewelry.com promo code blonde for 10% off site-wide. You got to send me pictures of what you end up getting. Okay. So switching gears. Yes. Tell us about your comedy special. Oh, yeah. So my comedy special is called Prettiest Girl at the Special School. Uh-huh. It's called that because growing up, I had dyslexia uh-huh. and that Lyme dyslexia. It was so funny. I was at a show, like a stand up show recently, and I was just going through jokes. And I was like, I have Lyme and dyslexia. And this woman in the audience goes, oh, my God, pick a lane. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, I have it all. I was like, I have it all. Honey. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like a 25 minute special. It's short because I wanted to make it short so people can like, I feel like people's attention spans are not very long right now. Mm -hmm. And I talk a lot about growing up with dyslexia and, you know, how that kind of affected like my insecurities and not, you know, going for like the right guys and going for like the Bushwick fuck boys or I guess in LA, like Silver Lake Echo Park fuck boys Uh that want to give me like the time of day. And I talk about like, you know, obviously my mom and I talk a lot about Lyme disease too. Where can we tune in? You can tune in. It's on 800 Pound Gorilla on their YouTube channel. But if you just type in Tori Piskin, prettiest girl at the special school, it should come up. I love it. Yeah. I was laughing so hard at one of the videos from it where you were talking about being the prettiest girl at the special school and how you got so many love notes. And you're like, but I couldn't read them. Right. (laughs) It's about dyslexia. Yeah. And I just I love that you can laugh about some of these things that people find taboo. Yeah. And I think like as I'm developing newer jokes, because I've been seeing a lot more like holistic doctors, alternative doctors. And I really am like exploring that like in joke wise on stage. I'm talking a lot about like, you know, like what it's like going to these how I don't believe in Western medicine anymore. And I go to these holistic doctors and I can believe anything they say because I I don't like trust Western doctors Mm -hmm. anymore. A girl after my own heart. Right. And I'm like, all right. So what you've had like you've been, you know, like I had a lab coat and eight years of how like medical school. I'm like, well, this holistic doctor, he's got a boot on his waiting room. You know what yes. I mean? Like I trust him more. Yes. And so I've been exploring that like more on stage. For a long time, I thought I was the only one who had this Lyme and who had issues and problems that weren't like showing up on blood tests. But as I've been like talking to audiences and learning more, I realized like I'm not the only one. I had this woman Every show I do recently, I'm like, has anyone been to like an interesting alternative doctor? Like I'm always looking. And this woman raised her hand and she was like, I recently have been thinking about going to my veterinarian. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, For herself? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and she literally seriously was like, he's done wonders for my dogs. And I just feel like he's really smart. And maybe he can help me. That is iconic. I know. And the husband's just like rolling his eyes. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, what do you have? Like, do you have fibromyalgia? I don't know why I said fibromyalgia. Yeah. I feel like that's the most like common jokey one people. Can- yeah. And she was like, no, I have the short telling me like all the other ones. But I just realized like as I'm exploring all these new jokes about like being in the holistic world, I like I'm not the only one. Like so many people yes. deal with that. Even like all these new like whatever lesions I have in my vagina, like even like us discussing it. It's like, we're not, you think you're the only one. It's the best and you're not alone. And that's the best 
part. And when I first started blogging 10 years ago, before I even knew that I had Lyme, well, I don't know if I think I did have Lyme at that time, but it wasn't bad. Right. But I had all these other things, stomach issues, like extremely sensitive person. Right. And this was like beginning of blogging. So I would hear back from my readers all the time and I couldn't believe this. I'm like, whoa, I can't believe people are reading this. And my parents were like, there are people like you in the world. We're shocked. Right. Like we literally thought you were the only one. We thought you were one of a kind. Yes. And it was helpful because I'm like, I'm not alone and I'm not as special as I thought, like, which is good, you know, take (laughs) myself down a notch and like realize we are all, there's so many people dealing with all of this stuff. But what was the other thing I was just going to say? Oh, the holistic element of everything that you're saying. We could talk about this all day. Oh my God. What what have you explored? Uh, Have you found any good like alternative doctors or healers? Okay. So I went to North Carolina to get like lasers Uh done. This doctor lasers because I feel like the remaining thing I still have with Lyme a lot is like brain fog and just which I hate because I like the worst it might be the worst symptom because it makes you feel so out of it yeah and it's like it can get worse sometimes but Mm -hmm. it's never like fully gone away Mm -hmm. do you feel like that Oh, I totally feel like you that. You do? This yes. is making me feel better. You're not alone. No, the brain fog sucks. Yeah. And there, there's rarely a day where I feel 100% alert. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. And I have like full on memories of like how I like used to feel prior to like Lyme. I'm mean, like, me oh my too. God, my brain felt like so clear. And then I'll never forget moments of like after Lyme, I could like never get my brain like fully back. Yeah. It's you know, such a bummer. Yeah. And I just couldn't get it back. I went to this one guy who did like lasers and he told me I have like inflammation of the brain. Like, you know how people like if your mom has diabetes, it's more likely like, hereditary, not hereditary, prone. OK, prone. Oh, prone. Yeah, <laughs> more prone to happen because of Lyme. He just said prone because he was asking me stuff about my childhood, which when I tell my normal friends is they think I'm crazy. Like and I have this as a joke where he told me he was like, so let me ask you a question. When you were younger, did you like spinning around in circles? And I was like, no, it actually used to make me really dizzy. He goes, inflammation of the brain. You've had it since you were a child. He goes, you're prone to inflammation of the brain. Oh, wow. So I kind of believe him. My non-holistic friends think I'm insane. I mean... I'm like on the holistic scale off the charts. So I, I relate. <laughs> I resonate with like, what We saying. agree with her. The aliens are with you. Yes. So I did that. I've been recently seeing like an allergist, but through muscle testing. Have mm-hmm. you done that? Yes. Okay. So that was really funny. Recently, I've been doing a lot of that. And he starts telling me about, I really like him. He's in LA. He's like really nice. I like him because I feel like he doesn't freak me out. Some nutritionists I've gone to were like, oh, my God, your, your, your liver level's three higher. Yeah. And it, then it makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. Or you might have MS. I'm like, I don't have MS. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, you're scaring me. I don't I never sometimes I went to some nutritionist where I would leave and I would start to cry. I felt so overwhelmed. So I like this new holistic guy at muscle testing. If you don't know what muscle testing is, I'll try to explain it. It's a vial of the substance of something. So like say people usually do it more for like food related. Like say mm-hmm. if you want to see if you're allergic to melon. So they take out the substance of the melon. I'm not a doctor. It could be saying this wrong. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's a vial. You're saying it right for okay. sure. Yeah. It's a vial and they put the vial on you and then you put out your arm. And then if he can push down your arm, it means your body doesn't like melon. Okay. Exactly. Right. And so he gives you certain supplements and blah, blah, blah. So I go to him and... I five years ago would have thought this arm testing was bogus. Like this is nuts. A lot of people think it's nuts. You yeah, know what a I mean? lot of people do. Like you go, you like this one, two, three. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, you still got heavy metals left in you. <laughs> yes. So he starts telling me about how he like wants to date. He starts, I don't know. He starts telling me about his like dating life, and he's like, I want to date more, but I'm this girl I went out with, I don't know. She's she's a little strange, maybe too hippie for me. I'm like hippie for you. You literally, <laughs> she must be a real hippie. You literally just tested my arm and went, one, two, three. Oh. No, no more lime left. Babesia, maybe. Yeah. Two, four. You know, I'm like, I'm you have a, you like, the girl doesn't have a TV in her living room, but you have a book in your waiting room that's called, like, How the Government is, like, Killing Us Through Produce. Right. right. You know what I mean? That like, is amazing. But I like him. I think, yeah, I've done a lot of that. I've done a lot of recently writing in journals about times like I said when I'm in a moment where I like because of birth control made me so tired recently I think I'm going to be in it forever so I recently have been writing in my journal for like 15 minutes a day being like times I felt well Mm. post Lyme oh I love that when I'm not feeling well my head can have 20,000 memories about times I don't feel well 
Exactly. But it takes me a really long time to think of times I felt well. So I just like sit down and I'm like, okay, this is a time when post Lyme, I felt really good. This is a time when I did this. So it's like retraining my brain to have better memories. Because when I have memories, a lot of the times it's like when I didn't feel well. Mm-hmm. If I went on a trip, oh, right. But at that trip, I got this and I didn't feel yeah. well. So I'm trying to like retrain my mind, which I don't know. It's like cheap. It's free. You can yeah. do it. It's been very helpful. I've been able to then like tap into like older memories that I've forgotten about. And I'm just trying to like retrain the mind a little yeah. bit. I think that's powerful. Yeah. I think it's one of the most powerful things we can do. Yeah. And I do the same thing actually with trips specifically. I, I use them as like a benchmark. This is not a good thing. This okay. is not the power of the mind. I'll think back like about my honeymoon and I'll be like, I felt really sick. Oh my God, I had horrible brain fog. Like yes. all these things. And I think we're both people who have anxiety and people who have had Lyme. And so anxiety can play on top of Lyme. And that's why we were saying like some of it becomes psychological because then you're like, well, I'm just going to manifest this again on my next trip. I'm going to feel awful because of the jet lag and sensitive body. Anyway, I love what you're doing. And I could talk to you forever. I know. Oh my God. I want to ask you a couple rapid fires that I ask everyone. We talked about your sun, moon and rising. Do you know your human design? I don't know. I think I did it once. And apparently I'm, I don't know if this is right. I'm really good if like someone tells me what to do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Uh, I'm, yes. not, I'm not like a manifester. Are you a projector? Maybe a generator. I could see you being a generator. Like if someone gives me direction, I'm really good. Because I remember. Oh, a man. No, not a manifester. Okay. No, I'm not a manifester. Uh-huh. I wish I was. Yeah. Because I feel like I know people that are like, you listen to podcasts like whatever actresses and comedians and they're like I just thought one day I'll do this and then like within a year like all this mm-hmm. amazing success happened and I think those people are manifestors mm-hmm. I think maybe I'm a generator I'm not sure yeah we can look it up oh, I'll put okay. it in the intro okay, good. I, everybody you can put it in your holistic <laughs> comedy like I'm a generator yeah your audience will be like what the hell is which means design? I can turn the lights on and off baby yes <laughs> I could see you as a generator. Okay, is that that a good thing? Yes, I love generators. What are you? I'm a reflector. No, what's that? So we are, we would be opposites in that sense. So reflectors are non-energy beings. So all of our chakras are wide open, meaning like we are like chameleons. We can soak in with anybody, but you have to really work on your boundaries. But our whole job as reflectors is to be mirrors to other people, reflect them back to themselves. And if we are misaligned and we're like really insecure or egotistical, like we're not going to properly reflect. We're going to be this deflector. So those people probably have a lot of like kooky friends that come to them that you can like. Yeah. In ancient societies, we would be like the medicine woman. We would be the healer. And it's 1% of the population. Where generators are 60%. Correct me if I'm wrong. Somewhere around there. So like the world is made for generators, basically. But you guys have a lot more energy than we do. I have energy in like spurts. Like if I'm out and we're doing the podcast and like I'm doing something or filming, I have energy. And then I go home and I'm like, I don't know. Certain like lighting affects me too. Same. The lights here are a lot. Like, I mean, I love it. And that's why we look good on camera. But when I go home, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. That was a lot for sensitive people. Yeah, certain like fluorescent lights make me think I'm in a horror movie. I don't like fluorescent lights. It reminds me of Dr. You know whose office. I literally PTSD. I I know. know. If you could be in a room with three people living or dead, who would they be? Oh my God. I think my grandmother, my mom's mother, Mm -hmm. because I, she died when I was three. Mm. So I never really like met her. Joan. Yeah. My mom was just like best friends with her, like how I'm best friends with my mom. And she just tells me stories and Yeah, I just like wish I could have met her because I feel like it would have been fun to see my mom's dynamic with her. Yes. You know what I mean? Totally. And just like how my mom tells me to shut up. She's like, ah, shut up, Tori. Yeah, yeah, you're you're fine. You're not like I would love to see if Joan was to do that to my mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Joan Rivers. I feel like that's such like a lame thing for a comic, but I would like to meet her. I love that. And then who else? I don't know. I can't really think of any dead people. I don't know. My dogs. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I love it. I just love my old dog. Yeah. Kobe and Connor. Oh, like the Kardashians. We always name them. Yes. The K's. The, <laughs> the K, K names. Yeah. K's and then they were C. Oh, yeah. No, Kobe Connor. Yeah. Well, I'm dyslexic. Ew. You're not. So you let me know if that's <laughs> yeah. spelled right. It sounds like they would yeah. be K names. <laughs> I love it. And then who are your mentors? If you have any or inspiration, people who inspire you. 
I feel like my boyfriend's kind of my mentor. <laughs> I feel like creatively, we have like a very strong sense of like, mm-hmm. I don't know, creative being. And like our relationship is like very built on that. Like, obviously, I'm not like a rock climbing couple or like surfer, but like creativity, I feel like he inspires me and he like pushes me a lot. Mm-hmm. I also love this comic. I like know her in the scene, but I'm not like that close with her. Jessica Kirsten. Okay. She's really funny. I feel like you should watch her. Yes. She's Jewish. She has been in the game for like 30 something years. And I saw her like first when I started stand up like nine years ago. And she was the first person that like made my like stomach hurt. Like my stomach was like hurting. Just like, I wouldn't say she's an impressionist, but she just goes into character so well and has such like a funny stage persona. And now she's like really big on social media and just does really funny like clips. And I just feel like I just like relate to her. I love that. That was my next question. Like, who are some comedians that we should all check out? So definitely her and definitely you. Yes. I mean, oh, my God, there's so many comics right now. It's like crazy. I don't know a single one. Really? That's what I don't know about. Yeah. It's so funny. I feel like when you're in like a certain field, Mm -hmm. you feel like there's so many. And then when you're not in it. Who are they? Okay. well, obviously me. And then. My friend Katie Boyle, who's really funny. She's Irish. I really love her. She, yeah, she's very funny. She has a special that came out too. And then my friend Masafumi, he's very funny. I don't know. They all, I feel like what I like about all of them is they're very like real and honest, which is like my type of humor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love that. And where can everyone find you? So everyone can find me on social. It's all of it. Just my name. It's just Tori Piskin. Corey with an I, P-I-S-K-I-N. My Instagram, my YouTube, my TikTok. You have podcast. a podcast. Yeah, I have a podcast uh-huh. called Got It From My Mama uh-huh. with my mom. If any of your listeners are in Connecticut or Seattle, I'm going to be performing at in Connecticut on December 16th at Fairfield Comedy Circle. And then in Seattle on January 11th at the Hereafter Comedy Club. Amazing. Yeah. I have to come see you next time you perform in LA. I mean, I do so many like shows a night, but I want to do like a headlining night where I do like a long, like 15 minute Mm -hmm. set. So yeah. Please do. Yes. My mom and I will come. I need everyone to come. Yeah. (laughs) It'll be so fun. My mom's dying to meet you. I need to meet her. Yes. We'll get all of our holistic doctors in the front. Yes. We'll be like, I paid you thousands of dollars. Now you're going to sit and pay me 40 bucks a ticket. Literally. I know it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bring Dr. Song, my Chinese medicine doctor. That's who you're (laughs) saying. Nutrition response practitioner. Yeah. Okay. She does the arm stuff. Oh, she does the arm. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Exactly. Thank you for being here. You're the best. You're so easy to talk to. You're amazing. And I can't wait for everyone to check you out. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.